Good morning, everyone. It's Reverend Jennifer Ann. Today is Tuesday, February 20th, 2018. I hope everyone is enjoying their day so far, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Very wonderful, terrific Tuesday. With love and light, God bless. Heavenly Father, I bow and worship and praise before you. I cover myself with the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ as my protection. I surrender myself completely and unreserved in every area of my life to you. I submit myself only to the true and living God and refuse any involvement of the enemy in my life. I choose to be transformed by the renewing of my mind. I pull down every thought that exalts itself against the knowledge of Christ. I pray and thank you for a sound mind, a mind of Christ. Today and every day, I ask for protection over my spouse, each of my children, or immediate family members, relatives, friends, acquaintances, and myself. I also ask today for protection during all of our travels, for our provision, finances, possessions, health, safety, and welfare. I put all of these things under the covering of your precious blood and declare that Satan cannot touch them on this day or any day to come. In Jesus' name, amen. There is great power in the word of God. God tells us his word will never pass away and that it is the ability to change us from the inside out. Today's promise from Jesus reminds us that if we stay in the word, our prayers will be affected and answered. But if you stay joined to me and my words remain in you, you may ask any request you like and it will be granted. If you have a favorite verse or promise from God's word, share it with each other. Thank God for his promises. Ask him to reveal himself to you through his word and help you change from the inside out. In your prayer time together, asking God to help you read and memorize his word each day. A few years after the resurrection of Jesus, the writer of Acts tells the story of a jailer who was very frightened because there had been an earthquake and he thought some of his prisoners were escaping. Two of them, Paul and Silas, were followers of Christ. Paul and Silas quickly assured the jailer that no prisoners were getting away. Then the jailer, seeing that God had worked a miracle, asked how he could be saved. 
The answers the believers gave him was very simple. It is found in Acts 16 verse 31. Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. So the first step that you must be must be taken to enter salvation is to believe in the Lord Jesus. In what way must we believe? Again, the Bible has the answer. It says that we must accept him as our Lord and Savior and depend on him to take us to heaven. These have been written in order that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through your faith in him, you may have life. When we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we must also turn from sin. We must repent and ask God for Jesus' sake to forgive us and make us clean. If we ask him to do this, we must also trust that he does forgive and cleanse us. Remember, 1 John 1, verse 9, If we confess our sins to God, He will keep His promise and do what is right. He will forgive us our sins and purify us from all wrongdoing. This acceptance of Jesus as Lord and Savior is done simply by talking to Him as you would to a friend. If you have never taken this step, just tell God that you want to accept the forgiveness He offers. Perhaps you could say in your own words, something like, Dear Father, I recognize that I am a sinner. I am sorry for my sin, and I ask your forgiveness. Cleanse me and keep me from all wrongdoing. I accept the sacrifice of your son, Jesus, who died for me. I take him now as my Lord and Savior. Thank you. Amen. Once you have sincerely prayed this, you can trust that your sins are forgiven. You can praise and thank God that you belong to him, that you are his child. I crouch, wedged between the glass door and washing machine, trying to remain undetected. A frenzy of fur scampered about on the other side of the glass, mewing and pouncing with ears pressed back and mischievous tails swishing, oblivious of the danger that lurked nearby. Like a sentinel, I scoured their surroundings, searching for any clue that might expose the guilty party. One of their littermates was missing and I was determined to catch the culprit. Suddenly, a shadow materialized against the wall, and I instinctively ducked out of sight. As I carefully peeked around the corner, my suspicions were confirmed. The perpetrator crept across the garage, intently watching the door where I was hiding for any sign of intervention, but a glare on the glass had made me visible. Confident that the coast was clear, the thief grabbed another unsuspecting baby and ran for it. The victim's mother frantically tried to free her little one from the predator's jaws, but it refused to let go and eventually outran her. I bolted out the door in hot pursuit, determined to rescue this hostage before it was too late. Drop it! I screamed. Drop it! But the kitten napped 
Napper ignored my pleas and made a beeline for the woods behind her house. I tried to follow, but the brush was too thick, so I watched helplessly as I disappeared deeper and deeper into the woods, and the baby's cries for its mama grew fainter and fainter. A few days later, the guilty party returned, despondent and whimpering, and gently laid the two lifeless victims at my feet in a desperate plea for help. The perpetrator was one of my own, my sweet-natured beagle, who was a world-class mama to two of her own litters over the years. Cookie loved being a mama so much that she had once adopted an abandoned litter of kittens, raising them alongside her own pups, and had recently experienced a false pregnancy so convincing she even fooled the vet. She never meant those sweet little babies any harm. Cookie just couldn't have any more litters of her own, so she stole someone else's. She wanted to love and raise them herself, so she made a nest deep in the woods and hid them there. But because her own season for being a mama had passed, she couldn't produce any milk to feed them, and her stolen little blessings had starved to death. The lesson wasn't lost on the middle-aged housewife. I had seen the same thing happen many times throughout the years in ministry. Now my own ministry had begun to change. I was no longer experiencing the fruitful favor and blessings that I had once enjoyed in the past. I had deeply loved the work that God had given me, and I longed for things to be the way that they used to be. It was hard to watch other women be favored and blessed enjoying fruitful ministries, while mine seemed to have suddenly become barren. I had been a good steward of my blessings, and it didn't seem fair that I was being passed over now. I was, it was tempting to feel entitled and assume that every new blessing that resembled my past blessings must be meant for me. It was tempting to make things happen. I had a background in marketing and knew how to manipulate people and circumstances if I wanted to. But would that have glorified God? Bread gained by deceit is sweet to a man, but afterwards his mouth will be filled with gravel. Proverbs 20, verse 17. I recognize God's loud and clear warning of what happens when we love the blessing more than the blesser. We ignore his plan and try to overrule it. We become so desperate to be blessed that we will steal someone else's blessing. But because the blessing was never meant for us, we are unable to properly sustain it. So it starves to death. Everyone suffers, everyone loses, and God is not glorified. Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit. But in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. Let each of you look out not only for his own interests, but also for the interests of others. Philippians 2, verses 3 to 4. Do you feel entitled to certain blessings? Are you jealous of someone else's blessings? Are you tempted to manipulate people or circumstances in order to take it for yourself?
would God would be glorified if you did? So many singers sing about it. So many writers write about it. Poets long for it and heroes die for it. What is this thing that the world needs now? Love. As human beings, we all need to love and be loved. God made us to experience love and God, the source of love, can feel our need for love as no other person or idea can. Dear friends, let us continue to love one another, for love comes from God. Anyone who loves is born of God and knows God, but anyone who does not love does not know God, for God is love. God showed how much he loved us by sending his only son into the world so that we might have eternal life through him. This is real love. It is not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. Dear friends, since God loved us that much, we surely ought to love each other. 1 John 4 verses 7 to 11. If I had the gift of prophecy, and if I knew all the mysteries of the future, and knew everything about everything, but didn't love others, what good would it, would it be? How good would I be? And if I had the gift of faith so that I could speak to a mountain and make it move without love, I would be no good to anyone. If I gave everything I had to the poor and even sacrificed my body, I could boast about it. But if I didn't love others, I would be of no value whatsoever. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. Love does not demand its own way. Love is not irritable and it keeps no record of when it has been wronged. It is never glad about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up never loses faith, it always is hopeful and endures through every circumstance. 1 Corinthians 13 verses 2 through 7. I have loved you, my people, with an everlasting love, with unfailing love. I have drawn you myself. Tell someone today that you love him or her, not with your words, but with your actions. Tear up that list of wrongs you've been keeping and believe and hope the best about those you love. Your feelings will soon follow your actions. that everyone enjoyed today's readings I hope that everyone enjoys the rest of their day stay warm stay cool stay dry 
with love and light. This is Reverend Jennifer Ann. God bless.